What's up? This is the Crystal Coast Podcast. With Aaron and Andrea Brewer. I'm Aaron. I'm Andrea. Let's have some fun. If you're looking for a place to eat in Beaufort, our family's favorite restaurant in Beaufort is Moonrakers. It's true. The view is fantastic. You can have the water as your view, or even inside is just absolutely gorgeous. It's decorated so modernly chic. It's beautiful. There's wine bottles everywhere. There's an open kitchen, so you hear them clanking and having fun back in the kitchen making your delicious food, and it's just really a treat. Our recommendation is the tuna pokey as an appetizer. Get a black rose as a drink or maybe a J-Lure Chardonnay, but you've got to have the special. Their specials are unbelievable. The wings and the sky deck are fantastic too. You can dip them in this mango coconut sauce and it just, oh, they're so good. So get yourself down to Moonrakers and tell them we sent you. So we are recording. Okay. Sweet. We are at Reed's. Yes. And it's Here a great coffee place like out on the Moorhead waterfront. Kind of. It's like a block off of the you can waterfront. You see the water. It's so eclectic and beautiful. It's awesome. I'm Grace, and I'm a local artist in Moorhead City, North Carolina, and I work with acrylic paint and local sand and resin. Wow. So we've seen your stuff on Instagram, which is actually how we met you, Grace. We saw your stuff on Instagram. Andrea ordered some stuff, and then, not knowing, we were at Carolina Home and Garden for an Easter egg hunt. And we saw you set up there, and I was like, babe, it's the okay, stuff. The stuff that you showed me on, like, it's right here. Like, this is her. And so we walked up and started talking, and that's how we saw you, met you. And then I um, Instagram stalked you. And it was, like, I don't think people understand when they hear, like, oh, she's a local artist. There's, like, local sand use and this and that. They don't understand that the biggest things around here have a couple thousand followers you have 20 and a half thousand followers on instagram it's a weird i mean it's are it's, there twenty thousand people in this town that live here <laughs> i don't full, think so full time I like what in so. the world so that's the weird thing actually about instagram is um when i first started out obviously it was like local people friends family like my cousins you know um extended family and as it grew like it just kind of just snowballed and it's really interesting because probably most of my followers aren't actually local right um i saw someone comment the other day do you ship to hawaii yeah so yeah. a lot of my followers especially like california and um honestly any coastal state but a lot of people from california um so it's very weird because i do kind of have that feeling of like people around here don't exactly know and if I just say oh I'm a local artist like people don't necessarily know who I am sometimes you know they might um but it's kind of strange to like have that following and it not be in the local area which right. is actually why I was at Carolina Home and Garden because I've been trying to just branch out and do more things locally because this community is like none other yeah like, it's true it's incredible like the amount of support that you'll get no matter what you do, I it is overwhelming. Found that to be true. And so I kind of just want to like embrace that more because um, it's easy, you know, if you have that following already to kind of like lean on that. But I really want to like lean into um, Hold on, Reed. the Stay local right area. Come here, Reed. Reed just delivered us a coffee. We were talking about how much we love your place, Reed. Yeah. And it's one- <laughs> we're going to get you one here soon on our podcast. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Got to. Yeah. All right. Thanks. So, I got 
um, a latte macchiato made with oat milk. Oh, mm-hmm. oat milk is like the new thing. Isn't I know. It? That's why I keep hearing. And it about. froths well, apparently. But I highly oh. recommend it. That, that is all. Delicious. I got a chai <laughs> tea latte. It all the time. So good. So, so, so good. you're you're trying to get more exposed locally, right? Yeah. Pretty so, much. which is crazy. Because there is no one, like, I am very confident that there's no one else in this town who is more popular than you are, yet no oh, one gosh, knows who you are here. so hilarious. Like, it's funny. <laughs> you're the most famous, not famous person here. Like, you're not famous locally yet. Right. But you are, like, in, like almost internationally. I'm sure you have so many inquiries internationally. And you walk, you can... Have you ever seen I Hannah Montana? <laughs> yes, and I how have. there's like the best of both worlds, <laughs> yes. and how like I feel like this is your life, and yeah. because like if you were anywhere else in the world, and people see your stuff, they're like, oh, I know that person. Mm-hmm. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. I see her awesome stuff, and you can walk down the street here and Nobody like set up anything. a little table, and someone's like, right. oh, this is so cute. You know, yes. where did you buy these from to resell yeah. them? And you're like, no, 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 I, I make them. these yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's That's so cool. That's so true. I kind of love that in a way. So I honestly was a little bit hesitant at first. Like, And I used to do, um, I still do actually, there's a farmer's market in Beaufort, mm-hmm. and um, which is all local people. It's mostly actually like produce and stuff, um, but they do have people who make jewelry and just all kinds of different stuff. So I did that a lot when I first was starting out because I was didn't know what else to do. So I was trying to like, you know, make money like and yeah. justify the business. So, um, when I first started doing that, I didn't have followers. I didn't have anything other than just paint (laughs) in my room. I was doing it like on my carpet, like, which is a terrible idea. (laughs) Um, anyway, so basically once my, my followers on Instagram kind of took that part of me over in a way, which was good and bad because I could do a lot of work from home Mm -hmm. and I didn't have to like setting up and doing a market. That's really hard work. Yeah. Really hard exhausting work and I didn't have to do that because I was just selling online so I kind of switched over mentally to like focusing on my online business and my Instagram and all that stuff which was good and it's still good and I'm still doing that but I, I do want to keep my foot in the door of just the local community and doing markets and stuff because it's so beneficial and just the fact that like people don't there's still people who I have known my whole life who don't even know I do this yeah that which is, is so really cool. weird right and again, like, it's sort of like a beautiful thing because I can go wherever I want. And it's, I mean, this is my hometown. I grew up here. Like, I don't want to be like harassed, right, you know, but like, true. but I also do want people to know like that I do this and that, you know, for custom stuff or just anything They can come to my house. I have local people come over to my house and just shop because that's where my stuff is. And yeah. it's easy. And it's, that's awesome. And it's nice to be able to do that. So yeah. that's kind of why I'm trying to branch back out into, um, basically doing markets and I'm also really interested in sort of organizing markets because there's not a market like a pop-up type market where vendors can come set up their stuff there's nothing like that in Moorhead Mm -hmm. like I said there's one in Beaufort but not in Moorhead um anyway so that's just something that has really been on my heart recently of how can I like how can I give back to like the community that started me like I would be nowhere if it weren't for the people who were around me at the very beginning Mm -hmm. um and they're all right here in Moorhead so I just want to give back to that and try to like do something um basically offer what i was offered yeah right so that's sort of something that's in my idea how did you get into acrylic painting like what made you do that like was it a school project so i actually was i want to say i was 16 or it was a little over two years ago i guess two and a half years ago because it was during christmas time i was trying to make my dad a christmas present 
and he's like a typical guy like super hard to buy stuff for i don't know if that's typical for guys but in my world can you define in my world that is like a typical guy who just like buy if he wants something he just buys it and like the stuff that he likes is super specific and like you're just yeah there's no way you're gonna actually get him the thing he needs or wants because it's just (laughs) gonna be too specific so um i always have like made him presents just because it's the only thing i can do that's like a guaranteed he'll like this and it won't be like the wrong size or the wrong whatever so um he grew up actually right here he grew up on evan street um loved the water surfed every day of his life and definitely passed that down to me so that's something we've always just had in common is the love for the ocean and as i was just kind of like brainstorming trying to figure out what am i going to make for him this year um my best friend Ashley, she actually sent me a picture of somebody who had done this like acrylic pour with like, I guess just maybe paint and just blue colors and it looked like the ocean. And um, so she sent that to me and said, oh, like, you know, whatever. She, I actually have a pair of shoes. I guess I didn't start in the right place for the story, but are they vans? A, they're vans. My yes. daughter saw them. Yeah. And so, she was like, mom, I want these. Yeah. Can she make these for me? <laughs> yes, I definitely can. So those are actually the ones that I was wearing. That's actually a photograph that I took at um the oceana pier there's like this crazy hurricane offshore we're making these massive waves and so ashley and i just went we're both photographers so we just love to like see that and just you know basically capture it so i had taken a picture straight down of this big wave that had crashed and just was obsessed with it it was my background for like the longest time and she um was with me when i took that so and i'd sent it to her because she really liked it and she actually for christmas had got that picture printed on vans for me for a Christmas present. That was like years ago, years ago, way before I started doing this art. So when she sent me this video of the acrylic pour, she said, oh, this looks like the shoes um, that I got you for Christmas. I guess maybe it was last year and um, at the time. And so I just like immediately I knew, I was like, oh my gosh, Ashley, like you are an answer to prayer right now because I've been stressed trying to figure out what I'm gonna make dad and I'll like do this on something for him, like a cutting board or a bowl or something. So that's how it started, and I went um, to TJ Maxx to just grab, like, a random cutting board to put a wave on for him, and it was terrible the first time I did it. Absolutely (laughs) terrible. Um, But I was just, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so magical. Look at this. And I had, I was, you know, in my room trying to be secretive and, like, closed all the doors, (laughs) and, like, we were in there, and my floor was carpeted at the time, which it's not anymore because I wrecked it, but... (laughs) We were in there. It was my mom and my best friend, Ashley. They were there with me the first time I ever did it. And I was, like, so excited to just see what was going to happen. Right. And um, anyway, so the first pour I did, it was such a mess. I'm pretty sure I was using, um, I think it's called polyester resin. And it's very, very, very toxic. Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't know. Like, I didn't read anything about it. I just, you know, looked up, what do I need to, like, do an acrylic pour? And just, like, went for it. And it was a disaster, but then I was hooked on it. So that's basically how I got started. And then it was months and months and months of just like tweaking my process to like figure out how can I get this to look like as realistic as possible. And I'm still doing that. Like I still don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) So it's funny because people say, oh, like, how do you, you know, how did you like stumble upon this? And I'm like, I'm not there yet. Like I haven't like perfected it. I'm still trying to figure it out. But anyway, so that's kind of the like background on how I got started. 
Hey, if you've never been to Crystal Coast Brewing Company, you need to get to Crystal Coast Brewing Company and enjoy yourself. They have delicious beers, always new flavors on tap in the tasting room in Atlantic Beach. And you know what? You can even find them on the shelf in North Carolina, Virginia, and even D.C. That's right. Look for Crystal Coast Brewing on the shelf. And if they don't have it, ask for it. You will have a great time showing up where the people are awesome, the beer is delicious, and the times are rolling. And one of my favorite features is that they're untapped. You don't like beer? No problem. They also have hard ciders. They sometimes have hard seltzers. They even feature other breweries on their taps. And if you don't like any of those things, they also have some soda and some wine in the cooler just for you. So get yourself down to Crystal Coast Brewing Company today. One of the things that's crazy cool about it is that you do use local sand, mm -hmm. like in the actual yes. acrylic pour. So how does that work? Like, I don't know the process. So, so, so resin, it's, it's basically like, like, pla it's not plastic, but it's similar, a similar consistency to like plastic or like heavy plastic. Um, and it's in a liquid form. Mm -hmm. So and there are different kinds. I use like a marine grade epoxy. It's a two part. So one to one mixture. So you put, you know, say a cup, for example, a cup of part A, a cup of part B, and you mix that together and you have a certain amount of time to work with it before it starts to gel and harden, um, which a lot of people don't know like any of this, just looking at the art, they just think that it's, some people think it's blast or yeah. think all kinds of different things. So it's actually really sticky and complicated, but this, the resin itself is clear. And so for the sand, what I do is I mix the resin together and then I add a little bit of sand and mix it into this clear mixture mm -hmm. that just looks like, you know, water really. And then I just pour that onto whatever I'm doing to make the beach um, and let that dry. And so it's funny, you said it earlier about um, Reed needing a blowtorch. So I actually use yeah. a blowtorch for my stuff. So uh -huh. this resin, when you mix it, it creates like air bubbles. Uh -huh. And then when you pour it, you want to get those out because it'll kind of mess with the texture if you don't blow the air bubbles out. So I use a little crème brûlée blowtorch and I cool. blow the air bubbles out. Um, and then I'll do a similar technique, but it's, I dye the epoxy with acrylic paint. Oh. So again, the epoxy is clear. And then I use whatever colors of acrylic paint that I'm working with to dye it. And, um, then I pour it and I'll use like a little, um, spatula or whatever to like mix it together and blow it all around. And that's, it's crazy. It's so fun. The depth of it is nuts. So I'll layer it up too sometimes. So I'll like let a layer dry. Then I'll go over. Sometimes I'll do just clear and a in a white wave and I'll just layer and layer and layer that up. So, so it cool. just gives that really deep effect. Yeah. You know? And it makes it look so realistic. Like, yeah. and that's one of the things that I had to like find out is like, how can I make this again? That's just another like layer of learning how to make it more realistic. Cause obviously five layers of that is going to look way more real than just one layer. Yeah. So, so it doesn't sound like you, you learned this at school, you went no. to school to do anything like this. I was like actually this. in high school when I started doing it. And I've, I was homeschooled my whole life. So thankfully I had a lot of time to um, basically make my own schedule. So art class for me was like very customized to what I actually enjoy doing. Yeah. And gym was surfing. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually. Um, so that was something I'm very, very grateful for because I feel like if I were in high school, I might've not ever discovered this. Yeah. And so I had that time to like manage my own schedule. And when I was done with school, I was home. So yeah. I could like immediately go to like, you know, working on my art. So yeah, I'm, I think, I, I believe I was a 
I want to say I might have been a senior in high school when I started. And plus senior year, you know, is always right. like a little more chill than yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> the other, the rest of your high school years. Senior year was definitely a little bit more laid back anyway, just as far as like your class load. Because usually, I guess most people at that time have sort of done most of what they need to do. So they might not have as many classes to take. And that yeah. was definitely my situation. So how many different types of things do you... What do you call it? Do you paint these things? What do you call it? Like, yeah, paint. You call it paint. Okay, yeah. so all of these different things that you have that you turn into a beautiful scape of the ocean, how do you, like, how many different things can you do that to? Or is there something, oh, is there gosh. anything you can't do it to? I don't know. I mean, I've done it to so many different things that I can't even wrap my brain around it. And if I, if I, I wish I had logged it somehow, but I, it's endless. Like, it can go on pretty much any surface um, it needs to be flat, but I mean, there are a lot of flat things you can do. Clocks, trays, coasters, canvases, like so many different things. Mirrors. Like I was shocked um, that you could do it. I saw you did it on jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. So actually that's something that, um, I experimented with a lot. So when I, when I'm working on a piece, it drips, like it goes off the edges. So I work on either silicone mats or like silicone or, um, sheets of, like some kind of plastic because it doesn't stick to that. So that's the only thing that it doesn't stick to is silicone. Gotcha. So, or certain kinds of plastic it doesn't stick to. So when it drips off, I like pick up the drips and I'll make jewelry out of that because I, firstly, it's expensive. So I really hate to think that like, I'm just going to throw that away, but it's also beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the little drips will be so pretty. So I've ended up just saving scraps like over time and experimenting with different things that I can do with them. I've made keychains and jewelry um, all kinds of different stuff with that, just again, to kind of like eliminate the waste that that's possible. Mm -hmm. And just cause it's beautiful. I don't want to waste, you know, pretty material. So right. that's how I've done that. And there are also molds. I don't, I, this isn't how I do the jewelry, but there are molds that you can get like silicone molds. Yeah. And then you can like pour in the molds mm -hmm. and make jewelry that way, which is an option, but I've just leaned towards like using what I already have, like yeah. the scrap. So I don't waste it. So that's how I make those. So it really is like, there's so many different things that you could do yeah. with it. It's I have a hard time sleeping at night. <laughs> well, and I think that a lot of people, you know, they're so used to buying cheap mm -hmm. crap online. So true. So I they'll buy something and it's and it's literally printed vinyl, yep. put ink, put it through a printer. Yes. The only creativity that went into it is whoever actually took the original photo or whoever took the took the time to do the graphic design mm -hmm. on it. And sure, you can print a picture of the ocean. Right. The quality and the depth yeah. and the reality of what is actually there is right. is not is not even matched to what you do. I don't think people understand when they are looking at it from a distance yeah. what it really yeah. is. Like I bet every single person that when your product shows up at their doorstep when you're shipping it anyway and they pick it up, they're like, "Oh, I did not realize this was <laughs> that awesome." And it's it is funny because it's a hard thing to capture. It's a hard, and I'm a photographer. That's what I did first before I ever did art. I did photography, and it's been a blessing. Obviously, that you know that was something I love to do anyway. Because some people can't you know have a hard time taking good pictures of their products, but um, or their art. And so that was a good thing that I sort of already love to do that. But even so, like it's so hard to take even videos mm -hmm. like. I've tried to incorporate videos more because it's so shiny and, and like you said, the depth, like it's hard to really appreciate that. And no matter what you do in a photo or video, like you really can't capture it unless you see it in person. Mm -hmm. And I have people message me all the time saying, oh my gosh, like I just got my whatever it is, clock or my ornament 
or my canvas like I just got it in the mail and I'm like I had no idea it was a shiny or like you really can appreciate it in pictures and people say that stuff a lot and it's just that's just how it is with yeah. the art form the the resin is just really something that you can't capture very well you know mm-hmm. so which is kind of a cool thing because it's sort of like an extra little bonus for people it like is. when they actually get to see it in person how many like, people over promise and under deliver yeah and yes, you try exactly. your best to promise what it is but it's still, it's still an like under promise until they get it yes, yeah exactly which i'm so glad i'm so thankful for that yeah it's just it makes it fun for me like i'm excited i anticipate like people opening their stuff up because i like have that feeling that oh my gosh they're gonna be that much more excited when they see this piece that they've been waiting for in person they're gonna be they're not gonna be let down so that's like a that's a comforting thing for me to like at least kind of know that most people are gonna have that reaction when they actually see it in person like whoa this looks way like better in person than it does you know online i saw a table on instagram the other day Mm -hmm. it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen (laughs) is this coffee table that was raw wood and you painted it yes and and now was that something you made on commission like did was some did someone no, commission you that no. or you decided, so I just, I decided i'm gonna to create it. this piece yes. and i'm gonna see if yep. someone will buy it and that's exactly it sold in like two days yeah which i, I was, was not expecting yeah so i had i'd done one similar and it did sell it sold to someone in california and um that was man i think uh around christmas time that's when that one sold but it had been up for like a couple months, which I expected. Normally pieces like that don't sell for like right away. Um, and um, and I done, I've done different like side tables and stuff in the past. And I've sort of, I got so busy doing like custom stuff that I sort of forgot to do like tables and like bigger things like that. And they take up a lot of space. I mean, when you have, there was a time when I had like tables, side tables everywhere in my house. And I'm like, I can't even walk around in here because there are tables everywhere. And that's something that, it's just part of it but it is like a practical thing like you don't want to have too much inventory because i also like need to live in my house um anyway so that coffee table again like that thing's a beast and it is heavy like so heavy so i was so thrilled when somebody bought that quickly because i mean now i can make i can make another one yeah with and justify it like as far as space goes and that guy is actually um he lives in Greensboro, I believe. So I'm thrilled about that because I want to ship it. And yeah. I always am just like... Is that a big process to ship yes, stuff like that that's that yes, big? Yes, it is. And it's scary. And I've had things break. And it's just, you know, usually I use like UPS because the post office has a weight limit. So, I mean, UPS does too, but it's it's a higher limit that they have. Um, but they're, it's really hard <laughs> because they don't want to give you their money, even though you've, you know, the insurance whole process of insurance is just like such a pain. So I always like cringe if I have to send something really big, like yeah. across the country. Cause it's just scary. Cause some people don't take good care of it, but I kind of just have to like trust that it will get there safely and try to package it as good as I can. Cause that's the main thing. It's like, I've, I package everything now. So there was a time where if I had a really big piece, I would just take it to UPS and let them do it. But A, that was insanely expensive, and B, they weren't actually, like, packaging it. Sorry to the UPS people, (laughs) but you guys (laughs) weren't cutting it for me. Things were getting broken, so I had to take it into my own hands. Um, And ever since I have started doing my own packaging, I haven't had problems like that, so that's good. But still, I just... It makes me nervous. So I'm going to take that up, I guess, to Raleigh and leave it with a friend, and then he's going to come get it from my friend. So that thing...
Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Write this down. Dr. Rachel Dawson at On The Move Physical Therapy and Wellness. She is a doctor of physical therapy who will examine your injuries and create a treatment plan that fits your needs. Cool thing is she doesn't let insurance control you. She is cash-based. You know exactly what you're going to pay, how much time you're going to need. You get your treatment, and then you can submit it to your insurance. She works with you individually, one-on-one, and she's so kind. She helped me maximize my workout routine where I am getting the best benefits for my time, my energy, and I have great posture thanks to her. I just found her website, onthemoveptandwellness.com. Dr. Rachel Dawson. Do you have a goal of like opening a gallery one day on the waterfront? Oh my goodness. This is something my, I've, um, a bunch of siblings and one of my older brothers, he, he's an artist. He's actually went to NC state, did industrial design. And like, he's incredible. He's like the, like he does, he draws. And I mean, it is insane. I'm not, obviously I'm biased, but when it comes to his art, he is the best artist I have ever, ever seen. Like realistic. He does realistic thing. He's and he's again, he was in industrial design. So he actually understands like, like, you know, your laptop or whatever, like this car key, like somebody had to draw it, you know? And that's basically what he does is like design. So draw it and make it make sense and understand like the mechanics of it. So he's super smart on top of being like an amazing artist. And he was asking me the last time he was around, he was asking me like, so when are you gonna like, you know, open up a shop or, um, you know, go get a gallery or something, like start a gallery. And that's something I've thought about a lot, but right now I'm just kind of, seem you know riding the wave so yeah. to speak and just seeing like where where it takes me if it becomes overwhelming to a point where like i can't work out of my house anymore i would for sure do that but right now i mean i kind of have a system down um thankfully like my parents are very lenient and very um gracious with me and i'm very thankful for that because and they help me and stuff so it's just it's working right now so yeah. well and so i don't really have like a need i guess to change anything and obviously like a gallery would be expensive um or any kind of space that you have to like pay rent for would be expensive so that's definitely like something that i i do consider i guess a long-term goal is if this continues to just like blow up and grow you know and get bigger and bigger i think having a gallery would be really awesome and maybe doing something like either in moorhead or like in atlantic beach somewhere but for right now i'm kind of just i guess my my focus is more just on like online still you know especially with corona being the way that it's been and like everything is just so up in the air that as long as i have the online like good to go then i'm good to go so that's cool but that's definitely something i thought about yeah what is your favorite thing to create so when you're pouring and you're painting what is one of your favorite things to do Oh man, I really like doing that coffee table. (laughs) (laughs) I really like, I really, really love to work on wood. I love doing canvases because they're big. So Mm -hmm. honestly, anything that's big, I love to do. I mean, I love it all, but the big stuff is just, it's more fun. Um, But really, especially anything on wood. I love wood. I always have. My dad actually grew up in a cabinet shop and um, he's always very... Um, particular about what kind of wood is used in you know furniture and you know he knows like any tree you walk by like he knows what kind of tree it is like he just knows all about that and I kind of grew up I guess with like this sense of wood and like appreciating it so I've always really liked it um and it just 
it kind of has this cool effect of the beach in a way. If you do it, um, you know, if you have a wave washing up on wood, it kind of almost looks like sand sometimes. Yeah. Um, so probably my favorite thing to do is, I would say, coffee tables and, like, bar tops. I've done a couple, like, bar tops, and that's really fun for me because um, it's just So do you big. go, like, when you say bar tops, like, you'll go into mm-hmm. a restaurant and do, shut up. So I have, you'll have to watch, I, on my Instagram I have a, 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 like, process, I guess, video you would call it. So my best friend Ashley, she's a photographer, videographer, we're, like, we've known each other our whole life. She was homeschooled her whole life, too. We're, like, the same person. Like, we always talk about, it's weird. We, like, say the same things, think the same things, um, and we like all the same things. Um, so she actually did a video of the process. She's incredible, like mind blowing. She's like one person. She'll come in, like she doesn't need any help. She just takes videos of the whole thing and edit. Like she does all of the editing by herself, music, everything. Like she does everything. And um, so she did a process video. I did this bar um, in Beaufort. Do you know? Have you been to Black Sheep before? Yes. So Black Sheep, you know how it's kind of an odd building. It's sort of separated into two, but it's connected. Right. So that used to be, the other part used to be Queen Anne's Revenge, which was a separate restaurant. And a couple years ago, everything, I guess because of a hurricane, got moved around down there on Front Street. So there was a fudge factory that got shut down, and now Queen Anne's Revenge is moving to where that used to be. So anyway, the space next to them, I guess, was like for sale or for lease or something. So Black Sheep bought that other space and they made it into a bar, which it's very much still under construction because they were doing all this like in the winter, right before um, it was a little over a year ago before Corona like hit the news and everything was shut down. So they had me come in, it was in February, a little bit over a year ago now. And they had a, a big bar made out of, I believe it was cypress wood and it was like 40 feet long. Wow. So that was the first thing they had done. Like they hadn't, they didn't even have ceilings in, which was terrifying to me because I'm like looking up there, these little pieces of insulation. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, like some, what that's going to fall in here. <laughs> like so scared. It was so under construction. So they had me do the bar top in there, which was, that was like so much fun to do. And the process video turned so out how did super they cool. Commission you to do that. Like how did they connect with you? They found me. So that's kind of, that was way before I had like any like following or anything. So they found me at the Beaufort farmer's market. Hmm. So the guy who owns black sheep, I want to say that they actually have a tent at the market every once in a while. They okay. do pizza. I have heard pizza. they oh have amazing gosh, pizza. It's so, so good. You have to get it if you haven't had it yet. So I, think I they, have like, not had it yet. There. Oh man, you gotta go. Okay, so yeah. I um, so one of the things that we're releasing is, in addition to the podcast, a blog. Oh yeah. And by the yeah. time this airs, the blog is probably out and running. But that's more of where I'm not telling the stories of of you know local business owners right. or, or business, but I'm here's what we have found yeah. and it's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's so funny because the only thing that I do not have an answer to on this, like, hey, here's the things that we found and we love. Uh-huh. It's like pizza question mark question mark question mark because. <laughs> Like we've been to a few places, but people say there's two more places you have to go. You have to go yeah. to No Name, and you have to go to Black Sheep. Have and you we been haven't, to Luigi's? and we haven't been to Luigi's either. However, you I know the, I know his cousin yeah. who owns Mario's yeah, yeah, yeah. up in yep. Havelock. So I know them. I know so I'm random good. how we met them, but so we'll try that. So Luigi's and Black Sheep. Yeah, those are my top two. Luigi's is like super close to our house, so we go there okay. like all the time. That is like probably like number one best pizza here okay my opinion okay which obviously people have their own opinions yeah the best and black sheep is up there it's so they're very different styles so it's hard to like compare luigi's and black sheep 
Luigi's um, is probably more what, like Italian based, yes, like New York yes, style? Yes, New York, yeah. Definitely more like New York style pizza. It's so delicious though. Black sheep's um, more like handcraft? Yes. Okay. Black sheep, I guess it's like, what do they call it? Um, Flatbread, maybe? I think, yeah. Or brick flat, oven, stone? Yeah, brick oven. I think it's like brick oven okay. or something. I don't know. Um, but it's a very different style of pizza, but it's so delicious for sure. But cool. that's where that bar top is. Yeah, so if you go over there, you should ask him to show it to you. He's kind of um, doesn't necessarily let like everyone go in there just because it's like under construction right now. But if you get lucky and maybe he's in an extra good mood that day, he might let you take a peek at it. But oh, yeah, right I'm totally now, it's going just in. like it's like covered under, I don't know what, like some kind of probably like a moving quilt or something because yeah. they haven't finished it in there. Okay, so we need to call out somebody on this one then. I don't even, I don't even know if they listen, but Clausen's is a restaurant in yeah. Beaufort, I believe. Beaufort, okay. yeah, Front Street. They just redid their floors. They took all the oh, floors really? out. They just put them down uh, and they put a clear resin over top of them because they're getting ready to open. Now, I have a question, Clausen's. <laughs> you missed a golden opportunity <laughs> to have the coolest freaking floor <laughs> on the Crystal Coast and you failed. You failed, oh, and you probably gosh. didn't even know that was an option. So what we need you to do is strip those floors back out, and we're going to come in and cut that. Can you imagine? That's so, that'd All right, be so anyone cool. who's listening and you own a restaurant and you're going to redo the floors, it will happen because there will be hurricanes, okay? Yes. When you redo them, just saying, you need to contact Grace because you will have the coolest freaking floors in the Crystal Coast. Can you imagine so wild. doing... That'd right. Be so so cool. Oh man, that would be cool. That's such an awesome. So idea. yeah, so you go into these places. Mm-hmm. Would you be open to consider? Because our goal is that vacationers mm-hmm. listen to this, so they yeah. get to know when they come. Would you be open to consider if someone wanted to commission you to travel to their plate, their business in yes. Raleigh or yes, their business in DC? Yeah. To sure. do something uh, in their business that yeah. would make it so unique. That's, is that something you're yes. open to? Honestly, that that actually, to go back to your earlier question about like long-term goals, that's kind of more of my long-term goal is to like be able to travel for work and focus more on like bigger pieces, like bigger custom jobs like that. I recently did um, my bathroom countertop because we were redoing um, my bedroom, my bathroom, and like the upstairs area of our house and um that's something that i had a lot of people ask me about as far as like would you come to my house and do this and i absolutely would i had people from like maryland um and florida all ask me like a lot of people are redoing their houses right now i guess probably because of corona everybody's like shut up inside their house and they're True. realizing oh my gosh like i needed this is like really old and falling apart and i need to redo this so a lot of people are redoing bathrooms and stuff and so i had so so many questions about how much would this cost and would you do it and would you travel for it so yes the answer is definitely yes to that obviously like i'd need to have like travel expenses covered oh yeah but people know that going into it like if if they know you're not local they're already figuring that into their budget you know of okay i'm gonna have to cover like a flight for this person and a hotel for this person or whatever so yes that would be awesome well hopefully we can get you some of that through the podcast so people (laughs) listening great and uh if you heard the noise uh ups just pulled up and so their ears must have been itching which is sorry guys i totally just (laughs) did you (laughs) that's hilarious so um so bigger pieces are your favorite and you've done like the big bar top what other things you know do you love like i know you say you did the bar like you love that the big pieces uh yeah, pretty much any, all big pieces and custom stuff. Like, if there's something that, um, that, like, I love to bring other people's visions to life. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, actually, there's, um, another local coffee shop is called Calico Creek, and it's actually inside of a church. 
and at my, one harbor yes at one harbor in moorhead city in moorhead city yes um on the other side that way closer to calico creek which is why it's called calico creek but um dylan my friend he like runs it and um he's the barista there and um he actually had this idea this is like really crazy that this happened this is like really insane story i'll try to keep it as short as possible but he um had this idea he wanted to do a crab like so their logo is a crab like a i've seen crab. it and um he had this idea of like he wants a crab and he wants like their their logo and their you know it has specific like font and all that stuff and it's like um has like a black sort of rectangle like around the name i think it just says like calico creek and then it says like coffee bar or something underneath it um anyway so he had this like super like specific idea of like what he wanted he was like i want a crab and i want our logo and i want there to be local sand and i want a way of like washing up the crab so i was just brainstorming about that like had a vision in my mind too of like what that would look like and um it was really crazy because we kind of just talked about it like casually like he wasn't he wasn't ordering anything he was just sort of saying oh this would be super cool like i would love to have something like that and i ended up doing a giveaway i forget um I forget what that was for. I believe I think it might have been like a year anniversary since I launched my website because I don't think it was a I don't think it was like a, a follower giveaway like a 10k giveaway. I think it was like a an anniversary. I believe it was like my website anniversary. So I did a giveaway and I said in the giveaway like I will make anything custom. Like I'm gonna make you a specific custom piece and it can be up to like I think I said like 24 inches or something like that. Um, and you can get it customized however you want. I will make this specifically for you and i was not even thinking about dylan at the time like as in like i wasn't like doing this because of talking about that that was like way sort of a long you know time ago that we had talked about that and then i did this giveaway way you know after we had discussed that and was just thinking it'd be cool to like give that away to someone um anyway so we do this giveaway i think like i mean hundreds of people possibly thousands i can't remember the exact number i think it might have been over a thousand people entered this giveaway i had people from brazil like bunches of people from California, like someone from like Ireland, I think. Like, I mean, all over the place people were entering this. And I always, when I do a giveaway, I'll do like a live, an Instagram live and like announce it. Cause I have like the app, I'll get like, I'll borrow like my sister's phone and like use her phone and like show people, you know, and it ticks through all these people who have entered and it picks one randomly. So um, this was in the summertime, I believe, like end of summer. Um, anyway, so I was like doing the live giveaway and just, trying to like talk about whatever until people got on and then I'd run the little giveaway on um my sister's phone and start ticking through people and it landed on Dylan and I was like what in the what like the live video is hysterical like I still have a little video clip of my reaction from it because it was just so ridiculous like I could not believe it and I kind of went on a rant after that about God <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like okay guys let me tell you about Jesus because this is not a coincidence because we had just like it was so obvious. I was like, this is so wild. Out of like all the people that entered this, like God, I was like, okay, Dylan, I guess God like actually wanted you to have this in your life <laughs> because this is just too crazy. That is funny. We drive a 2011 Honda Pilot. No, this is not a Honda ad. But we did have our car detailed by Sleek Detailing. We have three girls who like to eat in the car and trek sand and nastiness all in the car. When we had our car detailed, we drove it all the way back to our hometown in Northern Virginia. There were multiple people who asked us if we got a brand new car. These are people who have ridden in our car before. That's how good of a job Sleek Detailing did. 
did. If you want to feel like you've got a brand new car, you need to call Sleek Detailing today. They'll come to wherever your car is, set up shop, and get it done mobily. That's right, you don't have to take your car anywhere. Oh, you want to get your boat done too? No problem. Golf cart, got that covered. Jet skis, that too. Pretty much everything but your house, although he will power wash your house. So whatever you need, call Sleek Detailing today. Trust me when I say you'll be glad you did. So, um, yeah, so that happened and so that custom pieces and I had the best time making that. It was so fun to like just customize it. I have like a, I have a Cricut machine. So I was able to like have the logo be very specific, exactly like what the logo actually is and get that cut out of vinyl and I put that on the crab and then I did local sand over that. So it looks like it's like written in the sand kind of, yeah. um, and then do the wave on top of that. So custom things other than like you know big pieces like bar tops and big canvases like definitely custom stuff just because i love i love how like specific people get and i love how um like special certain pieces are like the meaning that people like want to incorporate into a piece is so cool to me like it's not just like they want a generic thing like it's so special for like an individual person and that's something i really enjoy sort of basically working with clients on. And I think that's part of why I like it. I like to work with people, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's one of my favorite things to do for sure. That is cool. So tell me how people can, can follow you, get in contact with you, see your stuff, buy your stuff, or commission you to yes. travel and do their whole house. <laughs> yes, let me wave your entire house. That's right. Um, so probably the best way is through Instagram. Um, so my Instagram is just gracebellart all together. By the way, for anyone who's listening, that is my only Instagram. I recently had somebody try to like hack my life and <laughs> not only did um, they try to hack your life, they ended up gaining like 400 I followers know, in a day. I know. I'm so sorry. Like about what that. in the world? It that makes is so me crazy. So... I wish I was cool enough that people would imitate no. my like make fake accounts no, of my it's account. Just, it's a scam and I'm so frustrated by it. And I'm so like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just so apologetic because it's like, I don't, I don't know what to do, but I'm so sorry that people are like, being trolled by this person anyway so i only have one account for my art I actually only have one account i have a photography account but this is my only account that has my art on it don't don't like don't respond to any other dms from any other sketchy accounts that try to look like you know i guess they're trying to i don't know what they're trying to do but i'm not happy about it but anyway so yeah if you follow me on instagram it's just grace spell art um, G-R-A-C-E-B-E-L-L-A-R-T. Yes. Nothing else. That's all. And just message me. I do. I kind of get a lot of DMs. So sometimes that's a little bit. It'll take me like a couple of days maybe to get around to it. But that's probably the best way to communicate with me and get in touch with me. Whether you're wanting um, custom work done or if you see something on my page that you can't find for some reason, then obviously like feel free to DM me and I'll help you out with that. Um, and then my website is also Gracebell Art. It's just gracebellart.com altogether. Like my Instagram just with .com at the end of it. So I try to keep everything uniform. Um, so if you're looking just to shop, you can, you know, just look up my website that way. But again, I would just encourage, if you have Instagram, I would just encourage you to follow my Instagram anyway, just because I'm always posting like new stuff, any projects I'm working on. Like I always do behind the scenes on my stories. Which it's so really fun like. to watch. So fun to watch. And um, yeah, so that's probably the best way to kind of just. And you can get involved in the giveaways. Yeah. I mean, come yes. on. Oh, speaking of. So I, right now, which I guess this won't be aired till probably after this is over, but right, right now I'm doing 20K giveaway. 
And I always like if I meet like a milestone as far as follow followers, like um, like the next one I'll do is probably like 25k or something, um, and then I'll do another one at 30k. Like if you know, obviously if I meet those um, those marks, so stay tuned because I'm always I'm always yeah. doing like a giveaway of some kind, or a giveaway is always going to be like coming up. And just to make sure um, no one lands on the wrong one or anything like that, um, if you, in the episode right now, just scroll down to the description. I've linked both the Instagram and the website in. Just click it. It'll take you to the right one. Perfect. And Thank it'll be you. awesome. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Anything else you want them to know? Oh, gosh. So many things. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. Um, honestly, just that I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I never... This is something that, like, totally just happened and it happened so fast and it grew so fast and I feel like I feel like so new to this still in a way and you know even with having you know 20,000 followers like I don't feel like I have 20,000 followers which is a weird I don't it's sort of like a birthday I think like you know you get older and people are like how does it feel to be 18 like (laughs) I don't know like I feel the same as I did yesterday like that's how I feel I don't you know people I think there are some people who might think that it it sort of changes you or that it makes you somehow like feel better. It doesn't like, I mean, it's, I'm so thankful for it. Don't get me wrong. So thankful, but I don't feel like more important (laughs) than I did when I first started. And I, and I don't feel, I don't feel more excited based on the followers than I do than I did. Like I'm still just as excited to like paint as I was when I first started. It's the same joy. It's the same joy. The process. The joy is in the process. Right. The joy is in the process. Girl's about to preach right now. (laughs) On like you, what you saying, think will make you happy yes. when you get it, it you will always yes. be reaching for more unless you find exactly joy right. in the journey. Yes, that's yeah, exactly because right. the destination is a mirage. Exactly, that's it's, a Stephen Furtick quote. We'll yeah, I love shout it. Him out. I love it. That's it's so true. Like you know, and it, it's something that like I've definitely sort of had a misconception of like oh once I get like whatever once I get like ten thousand followers like I'll be like on top or you know I'll feel like good to go or whatever and it's like it doesn't feel different it doesn't feel different i mean don't get me wrong again like i'm so thankful for it and i don't i'm not saying that it, it that it's not important to me at all i'm saying that that it doesn't it doesn't really change who you are so i think that's like that's kind of a, i guess an important lesson like especially with social media being the way it is like i've always sort of had a love-hate relationship with social media because it's so important if you want to do pretty much anything Mm -hmm. business related if you like for photography like if you want to be a photographer you've got to have an instagram if you really want to like do well and be you know getting a lot of jobs so it's so directly like related to business and how well your business does which is a good thing and a bad thing because it also causes a lot of problems and like people you know obviously like it causes a lot of insecurity you know in our world and are the people growing up with cell phones and in their instagram when they're 12 and like there it causes a lot of problems you know that a lot of people don't address or don't know how to address so i would just say like focus on being happy regardless of your instagram status because that doesn't change your happiness whatsoever it's just like a it's just like a little bow or something on top of like yeah you're already doing something you love and that's just like a that's just a fact like that's just a part of it so so yeah. good. So <laughs> so I'm going to bounce off of that real quick and ask you a question of if there are if there are people they could maybe they're 13, maybe they're 83 and they're just really starting to enjoy art. Um what advice do you have to people who are starting to enjoy art and finding their own creativity in it? I would just say like keep always do new things, always do new. And I mean that's 
that's something that is easy to say and not as easy to do for sure especially if you find like a little your your, your specialty you know if you find your your favorite thing to do like for obviously mine's waves like I do a bunch of waves but that's not the only thing I do a lot of times that's that's mostly the only thing I'll post but I always am like making different things just because you don't it's sort of important to just constantly do new things just for your own creativity because if you're always doing the same thing I think it just like drains you so no matter how old you are no matter what point you are in your journey with art or honestly with any job I think that it's just important to always try new things always do different things different techniques um because I think that just keeps it fun and keeps keeps you fresh keeps you on top of your game doing the best you can do and constantly coming up with like new ideas so um just always try new stuff that's what I would tell anyone of any age (laughs) it's been so fun hanging out with you yay thank you so much for having me I'm so honored to be a part of this my eyebrows look fantastic thanks to Roxy at Roxy and Co she is a permanent makeup artist who does lip blushing eyebrows eyelash tints and eyelash lifts She even gave my eyebrow a perm, and I'm telling you, it worked, and I feel so good. I'm ready to go in the morning without doing much work at all, which is great for beach life. It's also great for corporate life. So if you are in need for permanent makeup or just an uplifting experience, find Roxy at Roxy & Co. on Facebook, and you will not be disappointed. Don't forget, Roxy. It's time for you to go have some fun. Thanks so much for listening to the Crystal Coast Podcast. 